Adele. How old are you and where did you grow up? I am 68 years old and I grew up in Pennsylvania. Can you kind of describe your family growing up? I have an interesting bunch of brothers. One is a brother, one is a half-brother, and one is a step-brother. No sisters. And my family growing up was different because father happened to have died when I was five and my brother was three. We lived with my grandma for a long time, all of us, and my mom, until my mother remarried. My family was different in that my father's death at a very early age changed everything. My husband and I have been married for 40-some years, and we have two daughters and no stepchildren. So you said you lived with your grandma. What was that like? It felt secure and safe. We lived with my grandma and grandpa in a house in Pennsylvania. My grandpa worked in the coal mines, and my mother was still grieving over my father. But as a five- and a three-year-old, you know, we didn't really know any different. It was just a thing that happened. And I wish I had had a father growing up. My life with my stepfather was okay. I didn't feel any bond with him, and neither did my brother. The stepfather had a child, too, so we were kind of a blended family. Then my mother and stepfather had another child who is 10 years younger than me. Now I think it's so confusing, and I'm so glad that we had just two daughters who got married to nice men. Divorce wasn't as prevalent as it is now, and just the fact that my father had died so young, that just threw a monkey wrench in my mother's life. My father was educated, Mm -hmm. but my mother wasn't, so she had to, well, she went to a beauty school and learned hairdressing and did all that, and Mm -hmm. That's what she she started doing. My grandma and grandpa, who we lived with, came from Yugoslavia as immigrants, and they had nine kids. So I, did they speak English? Uh, very poor English, my grandma and grandpa did. So that was, we weren't able to communicate as well as grandmas are today. <laughs> I also remember, as far as education, my mother and her sisters, they only finished eighth grade. They went out to work in somebody's home as a a governess housekeeper. They did not go to high school. That was pretty crummy. After my father died, of course, my mother had no resources. My father was an electrician, and he worked for GE. He went to William and Mary. They moved to the U.S. for the American dream, a better life. There was always in Europe fighting and carrying on. They were from Serbia. That's what they said to you, that there was always fighting? Yes, yes. Between their family? No, no, no. The government? Wars between the countries, and there were communists, and Mm -hmm. these Mm -hmm. people fighting against other people, and Serbian people, Yugoslav people, ended up in the eastern United States, in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and certain other places. Mm One special thing that we did, even when my father was alive, and I remember it clearly, that all the aunts and uncles and my mother, we all went on Sunday to Grandma and Grandpa's house 
for dinner. And we all lived nearby. We got to see our cousins and other mm-hmm. family members. It was just something that we did all the time. I can just think of something funny. It just entered my yeah. mind. All my mother's sisters smoked but they didn't want their mother my grandma to know that they smoked so they always went out someplace hidden around my grandparents had a little farm and they'd go hide and smoke to hear that these were grown women and when my grandma would come to our house my mother would hide all the ashtrays <laughs> it, it was ridiculous and then she told me once whenever she was 17 they were smoking by a haystack and they set it on fire we went to a Serbian church, uh-huh. Serbian Orthodox church, and the whole service? Uh, service was in Serbian. I learned, because of my mother's experience, to try to be self-sufficient, to try not to depend on somebody else for your well-being, hopefully. I always felt like my mother was struggling so hard to make ends meet, which she was. Mm. That was always a bummer. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. When we lived at my grandma's house after my father died, they had outdoor toilets. Actually, when you had to go pee in the middle of the night, they had a uh, bucket kind of thing under the bed. Mm -hmm. And it was Pennsylvania in the middle of winter. You're not going to go traipsing outside to the outdoor (laughs) toilet. Life is so much easier. My grandma, when all the relatives would come, she had a coal stove. Yeah, I remember it. And it had a big a uh, metal thing on it, and you, uh-huh. you, I didn't do it, but somebody uh-huh. shoveled coal in it. Uh-huh. There were no temperatures. There's you no... did it by... Oh, my gosh. You did it by... You just did it. And, <laughs> and the chicken cooked. I remember she always made fried chicken. That was did the menu. Did she go to the store and buy chicken? Oh, no. How did she get her We chicken? had chickens on the where my grandma lived, and she'd kill them. When we were younger... Uh When you had a phone, you had different families on a party line. So if you picked up the phone and wanted to call somebody, if there was somebody speaking on the phone, you couldn't call till they were done. (laughs) The big joke was, as we got to be teenagers, we'd listen in on the party line. TV, yeah. We were only allowed to watch a couple shows on Sunday night, and we always watched cowboy movies. Kids these days, you know, they all have cell phones and computers. Do you think it's good or bad? Why? I, I think it's good in a way that they're learning this technology because they'll need it in the workplace. But I think that it's really displacing their relationships with people and other kids and so on. I understand the texting business. They don't talk to each other. They just send these little texts. Sometimes they're allowed to do this in school, in class, or they do it. And I don't think that's right. You know, when we were in school, we weren't even allowed to talk to the guy sitting next to us. Or else you got it. You'd get a ruler on your knuckles. What advice would you give a young person today to live a good life? Foremost, they must get an education, and I don't just mean to eighth grade or what have you. They really must go to college or a trade school to learn how to take care of themselves because in this economy, things are very tough. I I just remember when I was in high school, my mother saying to me, Oh, you don't need to go to college. You're just going to get married anyway. So I just went to two years of junior college, and that was not enough. I, I was glad that I didn't get married till I was a little bit older because I lived on my own with a roommate for many years, and that taught me a lot about money and mm-hmm. what things cost in the world. Thing in particular in your life that you are really proud of? My greatest joy is my grandkids. 
This interview was recorded on June 27, 2011. The background music was downloaded from ccmixter.org. The song is called Reverie Small Theme by Ghost. Thank you.